to the Empty Arena Podcast. You have myself, I'm back, Andrew, alongside John, Nick, Danny in studio, and calling in, as usual, our good friend Chris in Staten Island. Stank Island. He's our international reporter. He's our international reporter uh, from the Forgotten Borough. From Shaolin. (laughs) From across the pond, as they would say. Or as the Wu Tang would say, you're in Shaolin. Uh-huh. And on the on today's episode, we are going to discuss the Super Showdown Super results. And they weren't they yeah, weren't spectacular. More like super. stupid showdown. But I think mo- most importantly, our our big uh, event this episode is we're gonna dive into movie critiques yes. and talk about the 1989 classic No Holds Barred. Featuring the immortal Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, and I don't know any other actors. <laughs> except for except for the uh, the, the Mayor Lenny's uh, assistant from Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes, that's right. yes, and he was and, also in Carpool. And Zeus, Zeus was in the Dark Knight movie. He's the dude who like <laughs> threw the the yes. bomb the, the out the window. Yeah. yeah, the detonator out the window. You know, oh I'm gonna do what you should have done 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's let's get into Super Super Showdown. Who was home at at two o'clock on a nope. Friday? Ra- raise your hands. What's <laughs> not? Nobody. Okay. Okay. I have summer hours, but you know what? I intentionally avoided going home so that way I would not be tempted <laughs> to actually watch this piece of junk. So you wouldn't subject yourself to such ridiculousness. Absolutely not. Oh, man. All right, let's just cut to the chase. It was let's poop. talk about Undertaker v. Goldberg in what may have been one of the worst matches that we've seen in a very, very, very he long time. He got dropped right on his head, too. Yes. That was not good times. So that for... Was that the tombstone? The tombstone got him right in the head? Or... or... Where else did he hit his head? That and also... He hit his head on the turnbuckle. Yeah, Goldberg hit his head on the turnbuckle, cracked himself open, and it wasn't the same after that point. And uh-huh. at one point, he tried to jackhammer... No, he was very wobbly. He tried to jackhammer Taker, almost drop Taker, practically drop Taker on his head. Yeah. Bad, bad stuff. I mean, they, they looked both like they had recently joined the AARP club. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, they looked awful. I said... You could tell the... the by the face on the Undertaker after that match, he was pissed. And, and I'm kind of—I uh, I feel bad. Last week, I had said that uh, Undertaker looked good, um, and that he was—he looked ready for this. And I told nope. you, I told you that they did not need yeah, this match, no. nor should they have done the match. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could have—they could have gone a different way, like maybe Stone Cold versus The Rock. Getting first, those two guys first off, together. yeah, getting those two. First yeah. off, The Rock has no no need to be back in the ring ever. I'm sure he has a need when it has a nice paycheck, though. Well, yeah, but <laughs> so, he, dude, he gets paid twenty million for a a, a, a five, fifteen week movie. You know what, Dwayne? I'm gonna give you twenty four million <laughs> for one appearance. For one appearance. Hmm. Now, because I'm Vince McMahon. From, God damn it. from what I understand, you know the the match was you know was was put on had almost no build. Although the week leading up to it, it looked somewhat promising, but that story was not told well in the ring. And <laughs> no. you know, I, I had heard. Rumors, I don't know how true it is, but it, it definitely seemed that way that uh, the match was cut short. You could even tell by the you know by the finish. I mean, when was the last time Undertaker finished a match using a chokeslam? I think it was just yeah. a mercy. All right, let's get this thing over with. Goldberg is uh, is. I, mean, I think going to go over, but yeah, I I think that the planned finish of that match was you know how um, 
sometimes Taker Taker's opponents will try and tombstone him, and he like goes backwards and tombstones him himself. Yeah, I think that was the planned finish, uh, but Goldberg <laughs> let go, and Taker fell on his ass. <laughs> and then Goldberg was just out on his feet, and then they just squashed it with the choke slam to win. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're that spot. You're relying on two fifty plus year old guys to have mm-hmm. core strength of of a thirty year old. You know, in their prime, and you know they just it, it just I don't know what what the point was with, with some things in that match, but it just it's a shame that you know you you saw these two guys, these two legends, just go out there like that, and it was all just for show and just for the money. It's really all it they, was for. They shouldn't have gone out there. I think that you can do a lot with legends. Um, do a tag team match. Yeah, a tag team match. But I also I also think that they don't even need to wrestle much. Like when you really look at all of Goldberg's career, oh, it is what a spear. Was, what was the he never longest, had a long match? What was no. the longest match that he ever match. had? He never had a long five match. minutes. I remember watching Chris. You and I could attest to this. We would watch WCW every week, and he beat like ten people yeah. per week. In a and minute or like, two, yeah. he's ninety. He was, and 0. I think he was. He was hundred and seventy-three and yeah, zero. Yeah, he's ninety-five and zero. Yeah, and and, like the and, and week they were quick. He was in it was there. yeah. If the other person got a couple of shots in, it was a lot. And yeah. They just squash, right. done. Yeah, Hugh Morris was his first yep, Hugh uh, Morris victory. Him up. That's right. That's right. And then, and, and I believe that he beat our favorite wrestler, Chris, uh, the Disco, Disco Inferno. Inferno. Yeah. It's very sad, very saddening to see. I think the only, like, the longest match I've ever seen Goldberg get involved with was during the time when he had his first WWE run and it was with, involved with Triple H. You know, in that time, you know, he. Maybe had like 10, 15 minute matches. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, historically, Goldberg never really worked long matches. So the other thing, too, that somebody mentioned, which sounds interesting, and I don't know how valid it is because you have to consider the weight that it would carry with regards to the rest of the roster, is that the environment that they were competing in, the heat of Saudi Arabia, some people were saying that it was getting to some of them in a way that kind of affected how they were performing. Do you mean physical heat? Like actual yeah. physical oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, heat? Not feel it's, heat? It's like, it, the climate. It's like 100 <laughs> plus degrees. We can't use this phrase. Weren't, weren't, they in, weren't they in a dome? They were, but I still think that there's some kind of effect that the air must have. I don't know. There was some theory. Yeah, no, that, uh, I think they were in a dome, so they should have had air conditioning on. But, Listen, listen to what we're saying right now. We're we're all saying that Taker and Goldberg couldn't perform because of the weather. The weather. <laughs> but it wasn't that just them, be, though. That not because they're, they're ancient. I know it's it's part of. I mean, I'm not saying it's the only reason, but you know, thinking about like you know, there's there was a theory that some people were saying like other matches throughout the night. Like some some people were saying that well maybe you know guys weren't moving as well because of I whatever. don't I don't think that that has much to do with Sounds it. Sounds like a scapegoat. I think to that's me, a sca- really. yeah, I agree. I think to to be to be frank, I feel like you're well, Danny. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and you're Danny. Surely you guys can't be serious. That's <laughs> no, serious. Don't ever call me Shirley. <laughs> to be realistic, I think that really what's going on here and Chris you tell me what you think, but I think that the morale is just down. With oh, yeah. No, I'm up. Just... I'm, I'm right here. I'm up. Yeah. The, the mor- <laughs> morale. Not the morale. <laughs> oh, that's a Spanish guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with these two guys afterwards. But, I mean, it was a bad, no. sh- 
Nothing. Uh, Nothing should happen show. with these two guys. They should go yeah. to, to the Hall of Fame, and then they should go sit down. Did yeah. and not do you know, wrestling. A, did, did a the, lot of people... Oh, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. You bastard. Did The Undertaker come out with Druids? I don't know. He did. I didn't watch yeah. He did. Okay, because yes, funny story. Did. I just want to throw this in here. I told Andrew this earlier. Uh, my wife and I were at church on Sunday for the... <laughs> For the for the birth of the church, uh, thing, <laughs> the thing, it's called the uh, they the, the the priest did the Pentecostal sequence, which is when the cantor okay. sings in Gregorian chant. So, the the cantor starts yeah. singing ha 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 like that. My wife, my lovely wife, weeds leads over to me and she goes, "This matches for one fall." Oh, making his I way to the Christina. ring from from Death Valley. <laughs> I love her. I love her. And that's why she's a empty arena podcast hall of famer. What a woman! <laughs> she's, a, she's a crew member, she's part of our crew, our entourage. I love she's it. The sixth member. <laughs> but uh, so. I, I had a, um, I, I had another question about uh, the Undertaker and what this means for his. Well, you could really consider Goldberg in here too. What does that mean for their legacy? Their this last match and a lot of uh, sports stars uh, are judged by how they go out. This can't be. I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to go out this way. I don't think that. I, I hope not. I don't think that you, you can count. To be honest, when it comes to Goldberg, I think that really what you do is you don't look at. Same thing with the Undertaker. Same thing with any of the legends. Really, you don't look at like the stuff that they're doing right. now. Like you look at Ricky Steamboat. He was he was in like a few matches. Uh, you know where they brought back like legends to wrestle with the right. with the new guys. Well, Steamboat looked good. Stuff. Well, Steamboat looked good, but yeah. I mean yeah. he doesn't he doesn't get judged. By no, that, no, he gets judged not. by the legacy of of what he's mm-hmm. done. Undertaker gets judged by what he's done. Yeah, no, I understand that, but I would just hate to have someone say, "Oh, they should have gone out a couple of years ago when they were on top." They should just, you know, th- if there's a need for them to, I don't know. Right. Uh, I think yeah. that Undertaker gets judged by the legacy that he has, and I think that that um, you know Goldberg gets judged by judged by his WCW legacy. To be honest. I don't think that anybody thinks that what Goldberg did in the WWE had as much impact as what he did in the WWE. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all. So he put WCW on the map, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Aside and, from Hogan going bad, and you know they they didn't talk about right. They didn't talk about this Goldberg Taker match at all on Raw whatsoever. They mentioned it once, and but they did not get into any detail. They knew how shitty this thing was, and they're not going to talk about it again. Speaking of which, <laughs> we should we should move on to another. We uh, should never talk about it again. We should never talk about it again. <laughs> Let's bury it like uh, like Triple H did not bury Randy Orton. <laughs> the best match of the night, in my opinion, was Orton Triple H. You know, fight me, uh, don't at me. Uh, <laughs> Orton went over. That was cool. Um, I think it gives Orton some some new uh, some new life. I it think does, it was necessary yeah. and. It was kind of I I was under the impression that Triple H was going to win this, and no, he he put Orton over. I thought that was a good, a good move, and I'm sure they'll have a rematch at some point. Yeah, clearly, there's right now I think a need to have Orton in the picture and to have him around in a way that uh, presents him as a threat at all times. Even though he may not necessarily be the front runner for a title reign. You could still put him in some very meaningful feuds, still put him in situations where he plays an active role in 
the mid card or even the main event slot. You could always, you know, Orton's one of those guys. He's like a utility guy nowadays. You could put him anywhere. He he looks legitimate wherever he is. Tag division, mid card, upper card, you know, fighting. Metro John card. Cena, Metro Hallmark card. card. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cardboard. I don't know. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I agree. That was arguably the best match of the night. Best match of the night? Yeah. Hot takes, hot kicks. And I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad he got the win. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about all I know about Super Showdown. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we also had uh, the 50-man Battle Royal. Involving. Oh, no. Do not read everyone's <laughs> name. Do not do that. <laughs> Do not. John, John's, John's trying to do a filibuster on our own podcast. <laughs> 24 hours later, so, Elias and Scott Dawson. So I didn't realize that this was a match where everyone was in the ring at the same time. I forget the Battle Royal rules, but I I thought that was a joke. 50 people fit in that ring? 50 people, one ring, and I don't remember the name of the individual that won, but I know his last name. Mansoor. Mansoor. Mansoor, yeah. Someone said Mansoor. A Mansoor? Mansoor. Like, like he should have a TD. That sounds like a problem. His last name is Al Shahel. Al Okay. I mean, He's it was <laughs> fine. I just, I've, I've never seen him before. You know, he actually was. Chris, I didn't make that in, up. in last year's Greatest Royal Rumble, he was actually in the segment where he was uh, arguing with um, the Davari brothers. Mm they were, remember they came out with the yeah. um kind is of flag he where, what is he on NXT yeah is he? but he's not on TV though he's really? like one of those guys that's like on the roster but I guess he competes at house shows yeah so they just threw him out into and, this, in, and in Saudi Arabia um, well, yeah that's kind that's kind of messed up actually I mean yeah. it's it's you know it's giving him I I don't I don't it gives him an opportunity but I mean yeah. they should put him on a few regular matches yeah if, if, if he's him. actually legitimately <laughs> yeah, good so people know make, who he is yeah, if they're gonna make him wrestle you know that's not fair to the guy yeah it just yeah know. it just it kind of looks weird when WWE decides to just push someone who's relatively who's unknown yeah, just the, because of where they are it's a little, they just they were going little, for the cheap pop on this one I, it's like, I mean when they went to italy they made santino morella win and he was a freaking joke you know <laughs> and a kind um, title yeah so we had that uh finn balor against andrade should have been a really good match but again it was this this wasn't as good as and i ba- thought it would be balor broke out the demon aka auto victory yep so, <laughs> Not much. Throw out the demon for again, no reason, none yeah. at all. There was no build up. There was no storyline. Nope. This was a bit of a, a bit of a. Z- Ziggler and Kofi was oh, kind of forgettable. Again, another one that I thought was going to be really good, but it was. So can we just say the show overall was a super letdown? Yeah. Super letdown. Yeah. Nobody cares. Move it was on. a super <laughs> slowdown. Super, super letdown. Nobody cares. Let's super move on. Super slowdown. Although slow the down. the fireworks display after the last match was fantastic. I and, thought it was, that was very oh, well done. Of course, done. they have that in their budget. <laughs> and yeah. uh, this 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 next part. So this this the last match. I just want to talk about quickly because this is actually more in line with just an issue I have with WWE. And you guys can tell me what you feel. Uh, and it just annoys me. And I don't think it should be. And our, our good friend of the podcast, Brandon, agrees with me wholeheartedly. The the fact that Roman Reigns and Shane McMahon had a feud where Shane actually gave Roman a run for his money. I wanted to throw uh, my PlayStation controller at the screen. Why are you feeding Roman the Miz? You're killing McIntyre. You're killing Elias. All, all for this 
need to push Shane McMahon. I love Shane mm-hmm. in high spots. He should not be a regular uh, competitor on the show. It's it's like someone's dad being <laughs> yeah. like, in line for a push. I heard a very tasty rumor that mm, they tasty. may consider... Tasty rumor? They may tasty con- <laughs> rumor? Yeah. They That's may, a hot take, huh? Mm-hmm, they may consider having Shane McMahon win the WWE title. <laughs> what? What? That's why all of this is happening. All of this... Feeding him and, and then that, and then that note, folks, on. we're signing off. <laughs> yeah, this is our last Good episode. Good luck. <laughs> Hold, I'm hoping the guy. It's just it's just a crazy rumor. This is why I'm gonna. Start why would they be doing? Why would they be like? Why would they be doing this for so long? You know what I mean? Like I can understand the whole thing with the Miz. You know they they had a decent <laughs> build. They had a decent build up with the Miz thing, and it's like all right, so that ended or whatever. That should have been it. Okay, fine. I would have been able to live with that. Let him be a heel manager and let him come out for a match every so often. But no, he's having matches every week and he's going over on everybody. There's got to be a reason for it. I hope to God that's not it. <laughs> that's Sorry, all. That was a, that's a, one of our new segments called Andy Rants. We're um, Andy Rants <laughs> on the latest. You know what? Grants make years. <laughs> so that was Super Showdown. Um, and super then Letdown. Coming up in a few weeks, we have. WWE stomping grounds, which there's uh, something I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> I love how the catchphrase is "kick ass" and take names. Yeah, it looks like I don't know the, the logo looks like a like a lugs commercial from, shoe the, from the early 2000s late yeah. 80s on UPN. Lugs rewind. So we will uh, we will update you guys as that card is uh, is finalized, and then we also have Fighter Festival. That's right, Fighter Fest, Fighter Fighter Fest, Fighter Fest, Fest coming Wait, up. For, is that is that like is that like a um, a play on the fire yeah. festival? Yes, and it is. I get it. <laughs> and uh, so it'll be available. So that's AEW, and that'll be available on BR Live for free. For those of you who don't know what BR oh, is, that's damn. Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report Live. So it's going to be available for free. And after hearing the news, Chris Jericho decided to pull out of the event, and he made a him and his band actually made a statement saying we don't. We don't want to support Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks if they're going to pull stuff like this and give their content away to fans. It's and this is just perfect storytelling. It's it's Jericho keeping himself good until All Out in August. Um, oh, you think? And you I, think he's like it's a work? Well, it's, I think it's also a play on Fire Festival and like Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, they pulled out. Okay, they, yeah. they pulled out. You <laughs> know, it it has to, and I think he'll probably make some type of run-in uh, at the show since it is free. I'm, you know, people will watch regardless. So, so, so when he goes in, is he going to have protection? He's going to have protection, right? He has, <laughs> he has protection. He'll, he'll make sure everything is wrapped up tight and uh, okay. you know, <laughs> stupid, clean. Oh, jeez. Um, so that's the, that's the latest for, and we'll update you guys on that, on that card as, we it, sure will. as it comes to fruition. And that's, I believe, June 29th. That's, that's at the end of the month. That's right. Okay. It's going to be nice to be able to watch, uh, you know, and, AEW pay per view at the end of every month. There's gonna be one time where you're gonna it's gonna it's gonna conflict one day with WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but that uh that that ends up uh that segment of the uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that's our review. Yeah. If you don't no, want to now the moment you're all waiting for. We are crossing the bridge. <laughs> so now we have our new segment, way more important than the review. It's called the Empty Arena Movie Review. So our upcoming series, well, upcoming segment, 
Uh, we'll do this every once in a while, but we're going to analyze terrible or great wrestling movies. Or wrestling theme movies. Wrestling theme movies. Um, and our first one, as some of you have known from the social media posts, or Chris, or De- who, who was it last week that, uh, that ruined it? Oh, I spilled the beans. Yeah, you, you bastard. It. Or uh, as Chris said, Chris. No Holds Barred. Last week, No Holds Barred celebrated its 30th anniversary. Jesus. Uh, that came out in on June 2nd, 1989, and starred the immortal Hulk Hogan, yes. as well as Zeus, a.k.a. Uh, Tom Lester. Um, and just to, just to let you know, for the 20th anniversary, when the DVD came out, it said that it was a movie that defined an era. E-R-A or E-R-R-O-R? How long was that era? <laughs> era. Error. <laughs> but it, it was pretty much an all-star... No, no, it wasn't an all-star cast. Uh, it, was a, it was a B-list cast. No, no. C-list? That guy from Carpool. He was in it. Uh, so it started off, obviously, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Kurt Fuller, who was in uh, Ghostbusters. He played uh, uh, Mayor Mayor Lenny's assistant. Yeah. Uh, it starred uh, Tommy Lister, who is also, as Danny said earlier, uh, the ex-con from Dark Knight, who threw the, uh, the bomb outside the, the ferry. Um, as well as down the line, Jesse the, <laughs> Jesse the Body, uh, Mean Gene, Howard Finkel, uh, and a few other people. So it was it was a you know a, a clearly a wrestling theme movie. This movie was about wrestling. Um, <laughs> it was about the, the 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 most intense type of wrestling that there is. It's uh, <laughs> so just to give you guys a quick. We'll, we'll go through uh, our our favorite scenes, but to give you guys a quick synopsis. Of what this movie's about, it's about uh, Hulk Hogan playing <laughs> Rip Thomas. Rip Thomas. Which one thing I don't understand is how come Jesse the Body Ventura, Mean Gene Okerlund, they use the WWF. They could use all of their names and Hulk Hogan. They even used. Yeah, they even used the winged uh, the winged eagle belt. They used the belt. Winged belt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they they referred to World Wrestling Federation. Yep. Why in the world was he just not Hulk Hogan? I don't know. But I, I also want to point out something. Uh, it, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it mirrored exactly what happened with Hulk Hogan. You mean his career like career His career-wise, yep. So wait, so, so I, I'm confident that someone did not commit murder in, 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 in the world of <laughs> well, Hulk Hogan. Well, I'll, I'll put the, the, the career version, not the murder part. Oh, okay. Okay, because this movie features, doesn't not only features, you, you think, when you think wrestling, you don't think... Murder, uh, potential rape, <laughs> yeah, uh, a kidnapping, a limo kidnapping scene. Jesus Christ! Uh, no, Jesus Christ was not in the movie. It was not in the movie. <laughs> in depth urinal conversation. <laughs> this, this movie has all the wrong things. Oh, and and throwing pies to to stop a gunman. <laughs> there was like first of all, through? you never go into a diner. You'll never see six or seven fully prepared pies lined up on the counter. Just waiting to be comes in. Hogan's taking one. No, no, Nick, you're wrong. If you ever went to Vegas Diner, there was always that little, like, thing, that little rotating thing that had the cakes on it. Yeah. No, 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 but that was enclosed in glass. It wasn't just out in the open, John. <laughs> yeah, they, you just taking one pie after another. It was like a Nintendo game. Like, it was like hiding behind the counter <laughs> just like so... chucking pies at this guy, and he disarmed him amazingly. So, uh, the quick synopsis is uh, Rip Thomas is the World Wrestling Federation uh, heavyweight t- uh, champion, uh, and Kurt Fuller, who is the evil Ted Turner-esque type guy, tries to uh, win him over by bringing him onto his network. Hogan is the good guy that he is. He goes, 
no, brother, I'm not going to do that. And, you know, uh, Kurt Fuller's character is very pissed off that he's doing that. Very angry. Very, very angry. Yeah. Uh, so he actually very angry. Him and his goons end up going to a uh, 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 like a fight club. Sort no, of thing. no, not a fight club, but more like a dive bar type thing. Right. This uh, the only thing. I, so I have I have a bunch of notes written down. So as John was saying, the the bad guys now are trying to find wrestlers for their own promotion. This is basically the story of AEW guys. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Cody Rhodes. Is, but but they go they go to a, uh, movie a dive was far bar ahead of its time. Right. They go to like a, some sort of dive bar fight club type thing, and um, uh, Brella is the guy's name. He comes up with his own TV show called Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> Could not come up with a better fucking title for the show. <laughs> but and, uh, but basically, it's, it's a it's a tournament. It's a the winner good. wins a hundred thousand dollars. So should we? I think we should go. Let's go beginning, middle, end. Let's go scene by scene. <laughs> oh, my God. Sure. Uh, so beginning. Go ahead, Andrew. Start us off. No, so the beginning, we, we see Hulk Hogan, uh, Rip Thomas, Rip Thorne. Wearing all sorts of different types of blue outfits. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So Rip, we see a Rip Thorne and his family, who it was like some fake Mickey. Like it was uh, <laughs> fake Mickey and his his brother. Who was uh, who looked like his son? Because that's how young the kid. Yeah, yeah Hulk Hogan's maybe fifty-seven like, in this movie, and this kid is like seventeen. And it's his brother. Um, and he's and and this is I, the, one of the best things about this movie is that it's all in kayfabe. That these guys are fighting each other for real. There's real. no there's no backstage. Yeah. No fixed. Uh, no fixed. No politics. Nothing. This is real well, wrestling. It's well, real. Funny story. Uh huh. This actually kind of like paralleled what was going on with wrestling at the time too. Why is this You're... when is this when the court cases were going on and stuff like no, that? No 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 meaning like Hogan fought Zeus oh. at WrestleMania. He fought Zeus at WrestleMania. Which well, one? He did fight Zeus, but was it at Mania? Or maybe SummerSlam it might have been? Because there was something going on with Hogan and Savage, I think um and I know Hogan and Zeus crossed paths. No, I'm sorry. It was actually called No Holds Barred, the match. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I remember that around this time, there was, uh, I don't remember if it was now or in a year or two, mm-hmm. a year or two after, but something happened with like Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jim Duncan and uh, uh, Duggan, Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Starbucks. America <laughs> runs on Duncan. Shout out to our, uh, to John and I's uh, college professor, uh, Tim Tim uh, Dugan. <laughs> constantly call him Hacksaw. Hacksaw. I, I bet you he sits at home listening <laughs> to this. Tim Duggan. So, so, you know, when du- when Jim Duggan <laughs> and uh, I think it was the Iron Sheik or something like that. They got like arrested and and they were supposed to be like uh, enemies, yeah, go, yeah, enemies. But yeah. they were driving together or something. That like was that. it. And it broke kayfabe for for some time. Blame so, them for it. I'm, I'm yeah. glad this movie respects kayfabe. But as as Chris was saying, I was watching and I was so confused. I'm like, why isn't he just Hulk Hogan? I just don't understand. It's like if you were to make a movie about John Cena's wrestling career and his name is like. Tommy Pickles or something. I don't know. Right. Like, why? What's the Rugrats reason? reference? Like, there were so many opportunities for them to just call the police, as Chris said earlier. Why couldn't they just call the cops? Just call the cops. Um, because, that, that, Nick, that's a the story thread. would have ended. That's right. So, Rip is a, is a fantastic wrestler. He's amazing. He's beating some guy who has, like, some weird fro. You have, uh, you have 
Mean Gene, you got uh, Ventura. It's I, I'm thinking this is going to be a cheesy classic wrestling movie. I've never saw this before, as much as a wrestling <laughs> fan as I am. First time no, I saw it was, neither have I. This is a first timer for me as well. I, I watched it with my dad ago. when I was and, like five. And then we and then we cut over to uh, to the villain from Ghostbusters Two. I'm just going to call him Ghostbusters. <laughs> so you had Ghostbusters, and then you have uh, these two. Uh, he's like in a boardroom. And he's aggressive about getting Hulk Hogan onto his show. Like he wants, he wants Rip on his. Program. Wants him for Monday Nitro. For <laughs> he, can I just say really quick? I love in that scene in the boardroom where he goes, "You know what sells? This sells." And he holds up a poster of a half-naked guy. Out. Like, <laughs> imagine like going around to a board meeting and it's like we're, we're trying to get ideas trying to generate revenue hold up a picture of a half naked bald guy there's <laughs> cells okay go ahead i mean you know it could be a boardroom for that type of stuff nick suppose yeah, yeah. you never know I mean, then the the way he treated that uh that that one woman with the like the one idea to do a game show or oh, with someone else and he just said get the hell out of here take your stuff like, this is way before Me Too, clearly. Oh, my God. Clearly. Clearly. And it gets more egregious as the movie goes oh, on. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> this movie should be... I, this, 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 I, think this, I think this movie started this, Me Too. This movie, <laughs> this movie cannot be made. Like, no what, way. What place etiquette was, was founded based on this movie. Uh-huh. So he, he has this plan of, of getting Rip over to his team. I, and, but, I, I, you know, he had no wrestling show, so what was, he, what was his plan? Because he had no, yeah, no program. Idea. That's that's like if, like I don't know, like the if if TNT wanted just Roman Reigns, like we want Roman Reigns. Okay, what are we doing for, for what? We just want Roman Reigns. <laughs> we want him on our show. He he sells, damn it. Next week on AMC, Roman Reigns. And the closing on the Walking just, Dead. Just himself. Just Roman Reigns for a half hour. So he was overly aggressive. It was like. He, I think, I think he must have like read the script and said to himself, "I know what I'm gonna. I, like my motivation <laughs> is I am a an evil uh, businessman, but it just came across as way too evil." <laughs> and and Chris, do, uh, I think you watched it recently. What what did you think of the of, of his interview, of Rip's uh, first interview with the uh, with the board meeting guy? first interview oh is that when he is just like i fucking the shit out of that that um before that we were gonna get to that but yeah the the time where he comes in he's like i want you on my network and he gives him the blank check and what is oh yeah he stuffs it down his throat (laughs) (laughs) i loved it and when he and when he leaves when he about to close the door behind him he looks back and he gives the the salute yeah. I'm like, why are you saluting them? And I believe he says, I'm, I'm not going to be around when this check clears. Meaning like when he shits it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was... That's what it meant. Oh my God, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh what, a, what a dummy. Like, why would you try to fight Hulk Hogan? Like, why would you try yeah. to fight Rip? <laughs> I want you on my show. Well, we do find that there's a fight scene that happens right after this, right? Well, I, John, you were the one that posted this for the you know the the Dookie scene. It, oh my god, the <laughs> scene. It, 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 it was such an awful, awful scene. <laughs> it, 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 it's at the end of the scene where uh, Rip Thomas is trying to basically kick himself out of the limo. 
and, and you see Limbo swerving down the street, and he finally yeah. goes through like a, a like an empty warehouse, and there's all these other goons. I'm gonna use the term goons because that's all I can say right now. <laughs> right. And and like he just beats the shit out of all these goons, and then the last guy he pulls out of a, I think he pulls the guy out the window, the little window. That was, that was the driver. Yeah, yeah he pulls the, the driver, pulls the driver out, and, and like the guy's sweating and crying, and Hogan's like, "What's that smell?" I didn't sound like Braun Strowman, but uh, and the guy goes, "Dookie." It was such a bad scene. I love the noises. Uh, well, first of all, this fight scene, Dookie. this fight scene showed that Hulk Hogan could have made it on the Indies in 2019. You know why? <laughs> because we saw Hulk Hogan unleash a torrent of offense that we never saw him unleash in WWE. <laughs> first of all, he avoided a, a sweep attack by jumping in the air. We've never seen Hulk Hogan jump in way. a wrestling match other than to do a leg He actually did a vertical jump. That was number one. Number through two. Through the roof, nonetheless. It was through the roof. Number two, he took his arm and he, he gave a guy a leg sweep with his arm. He swept a guy off, off into the roof. And the best one was a spinning back elbow. This was like the ultimate, like, Japan in, Japanese inspired oh. back elbow. I was like, whoa, Hogan unleashing offense in this scene. Wait, but he did wrestle in Japan. Yes, he did. He did. And fun yeah. fact, uh, he used his finisher in the movie is a running double sledgehammer. Yeah, the running double, uh, yeah, double Which is what he actually yeah. used when he wrestled in Japan as his finisher. <laughs> huh. I, wow. I don't know, but that, the, the him, the whole him in the limo. Was it, it was it was almost it was like comparable to that scene. This scene may have been done slightly better, uh, but from the opening of Kingsman Two, Golden uh, Golden I'm pr- Circle. I'm pretty sure it was done very very much so. Bad. Oh yeah, Kingsman clearly got inspiration from No Holds Barred. I, I think I think they basically ripped it off. I mean, it was uh, a car chase scene where someone the, our hero was kidnapped and he had to fight his way out. I mean, that's literally what happened in Kingsman. I mean, I just, this, this is true. Oh, How dare Kingsman rip No Holds Barred? I know what the hell. Um, here's a fun fact. Uh, during the Monday Night Wars between WWF and WCW, um, apparently No Holds Barred was mentioned one night on Raw. Uh, Jim Ross actually had said that the movie was done uh, was was done so poor that uh, <laughs> the movie should have been called No Profit Allowed. <laughs> oh. oh man, uh, man, Jim Ross with that that sass. My yeah, God. yeah. Uh, He's a sassy Southerner. So, Barbecue sass. Now, after this scene, see, if, if I was Hulk Hogan, I mean, and maybe this is just me, maybe, maybe I'm just not man enough, but I think if I, if I actually were to fight through all of those henchmen, I would have called the cops immediately. <laughs> I would have said, I, I'm pretty sure this Ghostbusters 2 is chasing me. Uh, him and his henchmen tried to, to rob me. Uh, I mean, tried to kidnap me in a, in a limo. Uh, and I think the movie would have been done there. I think the movie would have been over. So I guess maybe that we don't want the movie to be over at that point. Maybe some people. <laughs> no, don't. we want more. <laughs> we want more, and then I think the next. We need more from Rip. This, the, 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 the sexual tension in the next scene between oh, Rip Jesus. and oh, and I don't know. I'm and I'm really sorry. This is probably me not doing my homework, but I don't know any other characters' names. I don't know. I, I mean, anybody's. You, names. you have to really know who they are. <laughs> Nor do I. Yeah, I, I just know Rip Thomas and. Uh, and Zeus. But I know Miss Moore. Miss Moore is the the smoking hot chick that is hired by Ghostbusters it. to uh... by the Ghostbusters. By yeah, he's not. Yeah, she she and she, I didn't realize that she was even hired by him. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. No, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, that was Ms. at the end. They're like, oh, Ms. what Moore... am I paying you for? Uh, God, who is oh, she? 
the actress? Yeah. Oh, she wait. Has, she has beautiful before eyes. Before we jump into that. Do, do, do nah, we to... she looked like her, but she wasn't. Yeah, she's a British, a British lady, yeah. right? Yeah. Before we jump into that, do we want to talk about uh, uh, Rip Thomas's brother? Oh. You mean his <laughs> yeah. son? No. Oh, it, it's, it's his brother. Really, who looks, Chris? Who looks nothing like him, who doesn't have any any of the same physique as him. He has blonde hair. His, yep. uh, yeah, I, I was confused. I thought it, I thought that was his son until, well, towards the end of the movie when Zeus beats him up. And like, puts him into a like wheelchair. Up, like, like beating up a child. Like, <laughs> yep. I felt bad. He's clearly not a fighter. I don't know what that what difference is that makes. Um, so, so now we, the, the romance between uh, Rip and this, this woman starts. And it's it's so, like, it's incre- crazy inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, just he eyeballing clearly her. in that in that boardroom. I fucking the shit out of her. And he was, to like, the point where he is moving his position within the boardroom to get a better look at her body. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And, and he's up. like making audible sounds, like, mm, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. <laughs> sounds like the Sims. <laughs> there was a lot of bad like ADR in this movie, like it just scenes of like people saying, rawr, rawr, like it was added in like way after, <laughs> like and there were there were straight up scenes of Hulk Hogan like walking down the ramp, and he definitely like filmed or recorded dialogue after because there are scenes of him like not moving his mouth at all but the audio is like hey everybody yeah I can't wait to beat this guy up and like the, your, your your lips are not moving at all <laughs> and how can anyone hear you from the from the from the ramp it makes no sense it's like bison you're off the you're air off. so was her was her purpose to, to then like be his like PR contact, like yeah, I guess so. She made no effort to try to get him to the other show. Well, I think she was also more like a spy, almost, right? She was, yeah, definitely a spy. I think but... that's yeah. She was a spy for Ghostbusters. <laughs> let's also be let's be real. This movie was like an hour and ten minutes, so they they crammed a lot of story. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of plot development. <laughs> to, the, to their credit, I'll give them that. that they put a lot in 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 a, in a relatively. Shorter amount of time. <laughs> so they're starting their their budding romance, and the the French restaurant scene <laughs> was I yeah. I, legi- I legitimately thought that was funny. Like outside of the whole like, so bad it's good. Yeah. When when he talked to the to the to the chef, that was legitimately hysterical, and he was actually able to to like, keep speak up. French. Yeah, basically that was. You know, there were some moments like you said, but overall it was. <laughs> It was too much. Sometimes it was just like shaking my head. Hey, brother. Yeah, I love, I ha- I love French food. <laughs> I have a note. I have a note. <laughs> I wrote a bunch of um, random thoughts as I was watching this movie. And I may or may not have been uh, not in... <laughs> I may or may not have been under the influence when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't condone uh, drug use on this show, but... Or do we? No, 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 no. of course not. Uh, I was like, that date was way too easy, and why wear a shirt rip in that in that scene at the French restaurant? He was barely wearing a shirt. <laughs> he was wearing that was a six suit. It definitely didn't. It was that. a six suit. But he was wearing maybe he buttoned one button. Hmm. <laughs> oh, he didn't care. He had it all out. Yeah. And his hair was his was perfectly combed. 
<laughs> his hair his hair piece was so bad. <laughs> was it? A, I'm pretty sure it was a hair piece. Oh yeah, by that time oh. he already had the skullet. Oh yeah, and you see him now. It's like they they paste like tassels underneath his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> underneath his bandana. Wait. So you, you still think he has hair, or it's just like the straw from like a scarecrow. The straw from the camel's back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, wait, Nick, did you just say the word skullet? Yeah. What? I've never heard of the word skullet. you never heard of a skullet? No, is that just when you have long hair on the side and, and bald on the top? Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty, oh, wow. Nice. I had no idea that was a thing. It's a thing that existed a long time yes, ago, I, and it stays in it. the past. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then we eventually get to the part where they are in a hotel room together. <laughs> oh, my God. Hogan with the, with the bedsheet hangs a bedsheet right in the middle <laughs> to establish the clear divide between the two of them. And the best thing is that they're brushing their teeth. She's in the bathroom. He's brushing his teeth in the main room. I'm like, where's his water? Where is he going to spit <laughs> anything? I was yeah, like, what I is this? I have a note that says, where is he spitting that mouthwash? <laughs> and he, he eventually swallows it. Yeah. Because, yeah, and I go, oh, he swallowed it. Because all of a sudden, you see her, like, in, you know, in, in, a night, in a nightgown or, you know, decent amount of clothing brushing her teeth. And then, like, two seconds later, she opens up the door and she's half naked. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Does she need to come out in a bra? Yeah. I mean, she comes out. And, oh my god! That no, was, but no, the, no be, the best. But the best part of that scene is when she's sleeping, and he goes to lay down on the bed. He goes to lay down on the bed, and you see his feet, like they're like going up and down, like he's having sex or jerking off. Oh jeez! <laughs> With him doing push ups. You just see a full screen shot of his ass, and he turns around. I forgot what he said to her, he's but like, like, hey, enjoy the view. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was something like like. If you take a picture, it'll last longer. Like something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and it's like the, the, the whole, like, it's it's that, makes that. That sound, yeah. Oh, no, that comes out. Oh, oh, man, oh man, I apologize to all our listeners. That's my and, hand and my fist. And he, and then he goes to lay down the bed. He breaks the bed. She falls on him. And then he goes and he says something about, like, he gets up and he goes to sleep on a couch in the lobby or something. He says, the couch in the lobby. He says, the, the, yeah, the couch in the lobby has a better sense of humor than you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. That's, that was, like, that's kind of mean. Like, he, he he was joking around with her. Like, she was, like, curled up in his arms and he, like, put his – she doesn't want that. Get out of here. <laughs> Hulk is just like, uh, yeah, why – I don't – that that bed broke faster than – the one, in, the one in Trump Plaza. The one in Trump Plaza, oh yes. <laughs> inside joke, guys. Sorry, inside we'll joke. We'll share that story one day. We, we will share that once in, the, in our segment about uh, backyard wrestling. <laughs> um, so then, wait, wait, then while this is all going on, you have the bad guys now going to a... It, this, this, the, the only thing I have written in my notes for this scene is just bum fights. Literally, right. this, this whole thing is like a bum fight. Why were they even there in the first place? They were just going to like go to a bar, and it ended up being like a like a weird underground fight club. And I don't know how they got there. I don't know like where it was. Um, but let's talk about some of the fighters here because they were like the some of them were actual wrestlers, right? Nick, One of them I recognized was... right away was Stan Hansen. And that was to do with the bowl cut, right? That was yeah, with eating chewing, the tar, chewing the t- tobacco, chewing tar, the tobacco whatever, yeah. that was looked like tar. Yeah, um, is that what is that the name that he wrestled under? Yep, Stan Hansen. Stan oh. Hansen. 
um, and he was just beating the holy hell. Or there was two people that were beating the holy hell out of each other, and the turnbuckles were made of tires. That was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yep. That whole scene. But the, the one scene I don't like and made me very uncomfortable was the urinal scene. Oh, God. Where, God. where, where the two cronies from, you know, the, the two cronies are <laughs> trying to take a piss, and that wrestler with the bowl cut comes out and yeah. is like, hey, you boys got tiny penises. <laughs> <laughs> and they like walked away. Uh, it, laughing. It was, yeah, it was definitely, that felt like a deleted scene from like a movie. Like, that was definitely a scene that did not need to be in the movie at all. Yeah. Whatsoever. That scene went on for too long. <laughs> there was no reason for that scene. It did not do anything but make the character creepy. That's it. Well, well, Chris made a very good comment in our group chat about this movie. When I said it, I, when I said the urinal scene went on for too long, Chris said the entire movie went on for too long. <laughs> it went two yeah. hours too long. <laughs> it was only an hour and ten minutes long, Chris. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, right, so now they're trying to, they, they decide to recruit these Cretans for a, uh, a contest. And what was the name of the con- What was the creative name for this contest, Joe? The Battle of the Tough Guys. Mm. The Battle of the Tough Guys sounds like uh, like a male strip club. <laughs> Making his way to the stage, Hawk. <laughs> so they they have this competition, and I, I love I love the way the place looks after when like they decide. Yeah, to, when they like renovated it. Yeah, when they renovated it, and they just they added the lights, just like the neon the lights. lights and uh and a lot of uh diamond plating yeah, and. <laughs> at, <laughs> So they have they have this competition. It's basically the king of the ring of bum fights, <laughs> um, and Zeus enters. So Zeus is this big dude who was a prisoner. You, you get this really interesting origin story. When I want to see the I want to see his origin story. There needs to be a separate like graphic novel series about the origins of Zeus. Because Aren't they going to do a second No Hold Bars? Maybe that maybe that's what it'll be. <laughs> According to uh, Kayfabe News, <laughs> some holds barred. So he, he enters so enters the competition by literally blowing down the door, and yeah. as a as a woman approaches him to like m- register him into this competition, he palms her face. He palms her <laughs> face and throws her to the side like in a feat of ungodly like strength. Jesus. He throws her off to the side, and I was like, wow, this really. I was like, damn the. The amount of female yeah. abuse in this movie is... is yeah, I have a note that said he just hit a woman. Yeah. <laughs> hit a woman. I'm confident that she's dead. I'm confident <laughs> that she's dead. That was, that was definitely attempted murder at the very least. <laughs> so he enters his competition and after a series of, of very uh, uh, very slow elbow uh, attacks, it just felt like everyone was like, getting pushed by him. It really wasn't... He wasn't really fighting anybody. He was just getting like... Just pushing everyone with his elbows. He becomes the 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 winner, the hundred thousand uh, dollar cash winner, and he's he's the, the new rip of this new network. So he's now you know uh, he's having this rise to power in like a montage where he's fighting literally everybody that's ever worked at a foundry. He's fighting all these like you know uh, beer belly construction workers. And Chris, didn't you have a comment on the uh, on on the fight scenes and this and the, the the set? What did you say again? 
mention this all oh, whoever whoever did the uh the set design for these abandoned warehouses spectacular <laughs> <laughs> it was it was that of like a stunt show that you would see at like universal studios or like warner brothers you right. could obviously see the pyro hookup <laughs> <laughs> so now while this while this is all going on uh rip and his lady have gone on the road they're I, they're now touring. I again, I still don't know what what they're doing on the road. Um, they're just going away for the weekend. And that's she it. and she was also attacked by Ghostbusters two in a very bad scene. He like punched her right in the face. <laughs> this is bad. And, oh my god, it was so bad. Very uncomfortable. And he just watch. happens to be riding by on a motorcycle. It was yeah. Thank, well, thank well, God. Well, wait. She gets beat once. She gets beat once by Ghostbusters 2, and then in the next scene, she gets, like, beat again by this uh, attacker who, I guess, was hired by Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. And, does, and does that scene... All right, so that's... You have that scene, but then is the is the picnic scene with the helicopter, is that after or before? Or does it even matter? Cause that, it doesn't matter. That, that, that yeah, everything starts... starts in no way is, is the helicopter necessary. <laughs> <laughs> at any point in this movie the director was and like there are two two scenes with helicopter <laughs> okay but let's let's talk about this uh about this attempted rape scene because it was it was very uncomfortable but then they made it a complete joke um so he's he finds hope was her name uh i could be, I could be let's call her hope why not let's call her let's call her blue eyes or green eyes so she was attacked by uh, a henchman of Ghostbusters 2. And Samantha, I think I've seen Samantha. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> Hope. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> so she, Samantha. Poor, poor Samantha. She's good. She's such a Samantha. She, yeah. <laughs> so she was. Uh, so so some, some creep tried to. One would assume tried to. Hit that. Was, pull, pull down his pants, but then Rip came to the rescue. And Chris, tell us, tell us what happened. Uh, well, Rip just happens to be going by on a motorcycle uh, <laughs> and just kind of doing some of his tricks, hanging out, being cool. Uh, here's some screaming. Happens to be uh, his love interest getting uh, getting held down and uh, some guy's trying to get fresh. So he runs away and uh, Rip proceeds to ride that motorcycle up this guy's ass. <laughs> Which was the most? It was ri- the most ridiculous scene of seeing that guy like perched on the front of his motorcycle. And and Rip is just having a grand old time, laughing he's the like, whole way. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't if your girlfriend oh, was goodness. just sexually assaulted, wouldn't you want to be like, oh, let me stay with you, not like, all right, you're good, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go put this his... motorcycle up this guy's ass. Just, just to give you an idea as, as to how much this woman's, this poor woman's getting beaten throughout this film, he goes to her and says, "I hate it when you're hurt." He's, he's known her for about thirty minutes, about maybe, no, all right, maybe three days, and he's, he's, he, she has gotten hurt now like four times on his watch, and he, and he's, he's saying, "I hate when you're hurt. It, it bothers Be me." Be better, Rip. You know. <laughs> um, too funny. Oh God, who wrote the script? Dear Lord. Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon. <laughs> After smoking a shit ton of weed. <laughs> oh. 
Um, all right, let's let's. Okay, so at this point now, the the, the heat is on, and the heat is Ghost, on. Ghostbusters oh. Two is not happy. He has Zeus in his corner, uh, and he makes it. He issues a challenge to Hulk Hogan to rip. God, I'm just gonna keep saying Hulk Hogan. He issues a challenge. Uh, Rip declines, and uh, well, I guess we we should probably talk about Nick. You want you want to take this on? Uh, what 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 brings Rip? To, to fight uh, against Zeus. Uh, they, at a, at a show, happened to find uh, Hogan's brother and his friend at the show, and they were watching, and they somehow they get uh, accosted, and they get uh, ca- captured by these guards, and they bring him over, and uh, the guy says, yeah, this is Rip's brother. They bring him over to Zeus, and um, Zeus basically beats the hell out of this kid, and puts him in the hospital, puts him in the wheelchair, puts him in a uh, in a hospital bed, and uh, you see uh, Rip uh, crying by his brother's bedside, feeling brother. terrible. <laughs> Literally brother. And uh, then right after that, we have our Rocky moment where uh, Rip gets up and he... What a montage, going. too. Of like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that kid is like an, in a comical like neck brace and like, he has everything, and he's like trying his best. He looks like me on leg day. Like, like, <laughs> it's like two pounds on like his on his uh, on his ankles, and he's like trying to lift it. Uh, but that that thrusts him into the fight. But not only that, not only is that his only motivation. Now his his uh, on his way to this fight at the end. So now it's it's going to be Rip and Zeus, and I think the battle of the tough guys, which is now it's going to be in this. Uh, it's in a, a more formal setting. It looked like the impact zone, by the way. It did. It was like a it was it a six sided like ring. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. The, the WWE thought of this way before TNA thought of this. <laughs> so on, on top of Rick's brother getting beaten up, uh, Rick's girlfriend is kidnapped. Again, this is the set. All right, so we now have uh, one case of attempted Four murder. Four times she's been. Yeah, she's been in peril two, four times now. Two, uh, the, the, this guy, the, you know, this uh, Ghostbusters 2, he deserves death at this point. Like, he really <laughs> deserves it. So... Or a cop should like come talk to him at least. <laughs> so, but but he has, so he has Samantha kidnapped, <clears throat> and then he also orders Rip to go only ten minutes in the match to save her life. There was so yeah, he, like he kidnaps and then uh, on their way, you know, instead of calling the cop, this movie could have been over within five minutes if someone just called the fucking cops. <laughs> but at the end, uh, Rip tells his trainer, fake Mickey. Um, you got you. Gotta ten, be a son of a bitch. You have ten minutes to find her, and some other guy with a mullet. Who I, I don't know what their relationship is with this guy, <laughs> but he's with them and he has a suit on most of the time. Oh, he was he was his friend, his brother's friend. His brother's friend. Chris watched friend five, in, and in I, 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 I watched as sober as as anything, and I still didn't get most of this movie. That's why. Yes, yeah, see that. There's your mistake. That's you why Chris been got it. <laughs> Well, we're we're joking. Chris was on high during the making of this uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> where is he? So you never know. So now she's kidnapped. He has he to throw the stuff. fight. Uh, I gotta say though, the match between Zeus and Rip was was pretty good. It was better than Undertaker and Goldberg, right? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. it was. <laughs> I, should, I would have rather watched that than Undertaker. And this was this was uh, Steamboat Savage compared. Damn. To, uh, Everything was ex- executed perfectly. I'm sure it was all done in one take too. <laughs> uh, and and 
Samantha was saved by fake Mickey and, and you know, she... Did she attack? Their friend. Did she kill anyone? No, she doesn't kill anyone. No. No, she, she was good. But, but then at the end, we have the, the, the scene where Zeus is, Zeus is killed. Well, could, could I mention how Zeus tried to kill Rip Thomas? Oh, oh right. By, by ripping the steel post out of the, uh, the floor. <laughs> yes. He just straight up ripped the turnbuckle out of the. That's that's yeah. That's godlike strength. He, well, oh, I guess that's why his name is Zeus. That's that was uh, that's, that that's was the twist. That was the roids. That's exactly what that was. That's the. It twist. was the juice. It was the juice. Uh, uh, his name should have been Juice. All the juice again. Wow. So but, we, uh, yeah, but so uh, that was a climactic battle. Um, but but Rip Thomas and Zeus are trying are fighting on a catwalk. Yeah, it shifts. The, the, yeah, it shifts. And Rip to, kicks uh, Zeus off the catwalk, and he plunges like forty feet to his death. Yeah, he, he died. Yeah, I have I have I have a note that says someone should try should check Zeus's pulse. Because <laughs> Zeus was like in the middle of the ring, dead. But uh, Ghostbusters two, he he has a name, right? He has a Brell. Brell. Oh, we should have been calling him Brell the whole time because Brell is such a better name. So yeah, Brell absolutely. stepped back uh, and and did he have an axe in his hand or something? Well, like, I, I think he was club? he was trying to sabotage his quote-unquote studio, which was the former dive bar, uh, because uh, Rip was winning at that point and I think he just wanted to show how pissed off he was that Rip was winning. So he basically trashed his studio. And he, but he electrocuted himself. Yeah, like and a, ultimately died, like a jack, like a jackass. And <laughs> so now, the yeah. So we have how many cases of murder in this movie? How <laughs> many people died during the making of this movie? Oh no, the the foundry worker, the construction worker that Zeus fights, he kills him. Uh, kills that woman. The guy dies at the end. Three. So it's three cases of murder. Cases of murder. I don't know. This is this is gonna See, be. This a... sounds like a job for Ice T and uh, and uh, and Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> Special Victims Unit. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, so that's that's basically the the, the movie overall. Yep. I, I... And, and then I have at the end. Oh, it's over. It it just ends very quickly. It just that's it. It just ends. It's yeah. just over. But the best part is that the, there's there's two dead guys. In that last scene, and they're just laying there, and everyone else is celebrating. Like <laughs> no, no, nobody gives a shit that they're dead. Celebrating that they're dead. Nobody evacuated the building. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> this is a work. This must be a work." <laughs> yeah, they were all sparks. It's amazing that nobody got hurt during the making well, of this movie. Actually, yes, uh, yes, he did. Who? Uh, the guy that played Zeus. Hogan punched him in the face and broke uh, Zeus's nose. Oh, by accident? Like, in, yep. when they really were filming? Yep. Hmm. He was also in Friday. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Well, not the bad guy, but he's, like, the main... And Terry Crews reprised, uh, played him in, like, the other movie. Friday yeah. After Next. Yeah, Friday After Next. But he was in Next Friday, too, Zeus, I think. Um, Friday and Next Friday, and then Friday Rip, After Next. Rip's brother was also in uh, Supernatural uh, and, and Lost. Wait, who the hell does he play in Supernatural? Lucifer. 
Long Silence. Oh. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I watched Supernatural. Yeah. Now he's going to have to go back and watch Supernatural. Son of a Great, I have to binge watch it again. So, no, right, let, like let's, let's ask questions. Let's go around real quick. Would you, uh, would you recommend this to somebody? To a wrestling fan? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was the very first wrestling movie that started the whole genre of wrestling movies, I think. It also kind of catapulted Hogan's career and his acting career, besides being uh, in Rocky acting career. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, no, that Rocky. was that was Mr. Nanny or the Nanny. <laughs> Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. <laughs> Thunder Bay. I Suburban mean, Commando. Who can forget Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain? Oh yeah. man, what a great movie! So go Dave Dragon. Go Dave Dare Dragon. judge that movie. What about um, Airplane? Was he, wasn't he at the end of Airplane? No, he was in. Uh, he was in Gremlins. He was in Spy Hard. He was Spy in Spy Hard. Hard. That's, that's right. And he tagged in Doctor Ruth. <laughs> He's that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Leslie. Ne- <laughs> Liam Neeson. No, Leslie Neeson. Sorry. Liam Neeson. I don't know where Liam Neeson. <laughs> I'll tell you what. His I... head is out, and Hulk Hogan's. <laughs> I gotta say, I would love to see this movie remade with uh, Braun Strowman as. Hulk oh, that, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Think about how funny that would no be. No holds barred. Who the hell would they get to play Zeus, though? Braun Strowman is huge. I think... Somebody of equal stature. No, somebody who's got to be bigger than him, because the dude who played Zeus was bigger I than I think Hogan. Terry Crews should play Zeus. I can see that. I don't think, I think Terry, Terry Crews is big enough. I, uh, I can see that, but... but Terry Crews is like four... Terry Crews. Terry Crews, not Ted Crews. Terry Crews is like four inches... Ted Crews could be bro. No, the Zodiac Killer was never caught, Nick. <laughs> Wait, when do we talk about the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> something huge. Could be Ted you, Dan. Cruz was something else. Well, who, which killer was he? Ah, whatever. Ted Cruz? Oh, yeah. They said that he looked like the dude who was Zodiac, Zodiac. Killer. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> you never know. He didn't get caught. so <laughs> This is officially gone off the rails, and I think it's time oh, for yeah. us to sign off. Yeah, yes. yeah that's a good idea. <laughs> On that note, guys, uh, tell us what you think about uh, No Holds Barred if you've ever seen it. Uh, leave some comments about it, some funny scenes, something that we missed that you liked, uh, you know, to make mention of. We're still uh, going to talk about this. Yeah, for we're still going to talk years about years to come. Yes. Um, our next movie is going to be coming in the next couple months because you know we're lazy and we have other things to do, so we can't. Could I? Could it. I make a request? Sure. Could it be the chaperone? <laughs> well, it is on Hulu, folks. <laughs> the chaperone might be. We our should next build film. up to the brilliance of the chaperone. Maybe it will be. Check out our social media for uh, upcoming uh, podcast uh, episodes as well as check us out on Twitter at Empty Arena Show. Uh, email us at uh, Empty Arena Podcast at gmail.com. Check, us out, check out our Facebook. Uh, check out Danny's Facebook page He's uh, <laughs> as he licks the mic. Um, also, hey. check out Andrew's hey, dank hey. memes on uh, the uh, this uh, on the Instagrams. Wait, his what memes? Dank memes. Oh, okay. I thought you said something else. His stank memes? Is that what you thought I said? <laughs> stank memes. And uh, if you guys have a movie that you want us to, to talk about, if you guys have you know a match you want us to talk about, if there's wrestling program content out there that you want us to check out, feel free to message us any way, shape, or form. Old or new. Old send us a letter. Yeah, Put a stamp on it. <laughs> Put a stamp on um, it. Send us money. Also, guys, please, please, please remember to uh, like and share us. Also, go on. Uh, also, check us out on iTunes and uh, like us and review us in there. Yeah, be sure to review yes. us. Uh, you know, give us a review. We'll shout you out. We appreciate everyone who's uh, reviewed us so far. Um, thank you all to everyone that uh, that has been reviewing us and liking us and commenting and all that. It goes a long way. Yes, it does. 
We'll even shout you out if you write a negative comment. <laughs> Ooh, we'll bring you. We'll start a feud. Yeah, we'll start a feud. We'll start a feud. And on that note, fellas, good fight. Good night. This has been an awesome studios production.